What's up, everybody? It's your pal, Val. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Val. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate you listeners. So for today's show, we have on another exciting guest, as we always do. But before we get into our interview, I want to start with a song in the same way that we always do. This week's song selected by our guest is called These Are the Days by Lauren Daigle. So here we go.
right. So that was These Are the Days. And why don't we just have our guest or guests say hello? Hi. Hi. Hey. What's your name? I'm Carrie Lynn. I'm Anna. <clears throat> I was on last week. Anna's back for uh, round two. Did your flash drive work? Um, last week it didn't, and this week it didn't again. But okay. It's okay. Oh, great. I'm just gonna makeshift it like I did last week, and it'll be fine. I, I have one in my room that I can use, or I could ask the office for one, but nobody has been in the office when I've been recording. So, anyway. Everyone's been in the office. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, Carrie Lynn, why did you decide to pick that song? Um, well, that is my anthem right now. Um, that's kind of the song that is getting me through these days right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's great. It's almost break. I know. I'm very excited. Um, my family is hosting Thanksgiving, uh, as we, that's our tradition. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for everyone to come, come through. Slay! <laughs> Um, so I don't really have, like, any grand plans for this interview. It's just kind of like Carrie Lynn and I are friends. And I was like, why don't you just come on my show? I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, Anna is special guest. Um, even more special than myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. No, um, definitely not. We're all equally. Um, we, we got tired of her last week, but she came back. But Kidding. no, yeah, she is a great support in my life. So, and I was a little nervous to come on. Um, so she so graciously came and is spending time here now. And Val so greatly allowed her to be on here tonight um, with me. So thank you for that. Of course, <laughs> the more the merrier. But yeah, don't worry. The audience is pretty small, but very supportive. So no judgment. Awesome. All judgment. <clears throat> Sorry, her, but she's the one that you decided to bring on. So, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know that you're a, a communication major. So, how did you decide on that? Um, we can hear your keys, Anna. Oh, <laughs> we can hear you rattling. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> it's okay. But um, uh, it's actually like a very windy road. Um, that I've come down to get to where I am um, today. But I would say that what led me to communications is it's such a broad major. I can really go into um, anything my heart desires with it. Um, I started with a passion in psychology. Um, I'd thought about law for a little bit because my dad was like oh you can hold an argument well um and would say that i like to argue but not I, as much as anna <laughs> so i don't know what about what about me i'm just saying that you don't argue as much as carrie lynn so i don't think of you as an argument i don't i don't argue as much as her no that no, i don't you, you, yeah I don't argue. you argue more than her oh <laughs> not She's to good at it too though but yes you could you would make a good lawyer i just I'm just saying that I don't think you're that yeah. argumentative. And I don't I don't think I could do with the memorization that comes with it. Um, it's a lot of reading. I love to read, but... It's um, like boring stuff to read. I mean, I've, you can learn something from everything, but I just think it's very scholarly, I guess. And um, I, I'm more like, I mean, I guess it is philosophical as well, but it's just different. 
It depends. <laughs> when you're reading through tax laws, I don't know that there's much philosophy in, in that. But uh, Yeah, so see, it's not it's not really my forte. <laughs> right, so then after that you were like... Um, yeah, so after that I really got into journalism. Um, I joined the school newspaper um, in like eighth grade and then continued it throughout high school and thought that I was going to continue with journalism come college. That's what I was like touring schools for, looking at, um, and I really wanted to go to um, Syracuse's journalism um, school, but it was it's very competitive. Um, the, the name of it is like escaping my mind right now. I haven't thought about it in a long time. I don't think it's the new school. It might be. I know it's very, so digital journalism school. Yeah, for Syracuse. But when I got accepted to Syracuse, I got accepted for, like, the sports... Um, media? Sports media, yeah, Ooh. and management. And I that's not what I wanted to go into. Um, and then when I interned at... Newhouse. Newhouse, okay. Who? Public Communications, is that right? Yes. Newhouse School of Public Communications. I, yeah, because digital journalism falls under there. So so mm. you got in, you didn't get into... I did, yes, okay. I didn't get into... The digital um, journalism, but yeah, you no. got into sports media. And man, sports management, I think, was is the gotcha okay. uh, is what it was. I will see you doing um, that. Yeah, no, right? No, <laughs> but uh, I got accepted to communications here at Fairfield, and it actually was like the last school I had looked at um, to come to. But my mom, on the low, had like reached out to the financial aid department and asked for more money. And they so graciously granted that, and I am so thankful for my mom, who went the extra mile to do that for me. Um, because, yeah, they ended up matching what other schools did. So I came I came to Fairfield. Um, and I'm, I'm very much a homebody, so it was, it was a perfect place to come to. But what led me astray and, like, off the road of journalism was that I interned for serendipity magazine for my senior year in high school and um one of the women that worked in i believe it was for the marketing team asked me what i wanted to do come college and i expressed wanting to go into journalism and she had told me that you know i wasn't gonna make money in it so that really led me astray um and then i'd had thought about other passions I'd thought about culinary school for a little bit but then one of the chefs at my school then had told me like oh you'll be working such long hours like you're gonna miss holidays with families things like that um and then you're not gonna be really making like the buck that you want to see for all of that work so that led me off the path of that um so I think at the end of the day like I let other people's opinions take over a little bit more of my mind than they should have. Um, but I think leading me to the broader um, topic of like communications was definitely the right move for myself. Um, it's helped me in a multitude of ways. So I'm excited to see like where I go with it come after school that's awesome I'm glad that it's all working out for you sometimes you know we don't know everything right away and huh 
I'm like, is, Anna, you're making me <laughs> distracted, Anna, more than anything because you're Anna pointing messes. at your headphones. Oh, no, I'll do it to myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, can you not hear what I'm saying? No, 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 I can hear you. <laughs> I was just touching them. Because usually I don't put the headphones on, but yeah. y'all are making no, me. No, I'm playing around with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ASMR. No, I'm just putting it on, <laughs> putting it on and off. I don't know. Anyways, okay. Back to Carrie Lynn. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm taking these headphones off. I don't like them. But that's awesome that it it's a long road. I mean, I know personally <laughs> I've changed my major many times or have changed my career paths, ideas, everything like that. But as of right now, I mean, obviously you're coming to the end of your second to last semester. You only have one mm-hmm. left. Where We can't know everything, but like, where do you think you want to apply for like jobs? What kind of area are you looking at? Um, definitely anywhere within the creative realm, um, for any company that aligns with my morals and values as well. I think that's something that I'm really going to be diving deep into. Um, just be, I don't, I just don't want to be putting forth work for something that I don't myself like truly believe in. Um, but yeah so i but i have so many different ideas i really want to get involved with my church um and so i it's just a matter of taking the steps necessary to get me into those places um because a lot of opportunities have been coming my way and before i'd say a few months ago i was like i was scared to take them i felt like i wasn't ready but then i was seeing a lot of things on like my Instagram, um, and just, like, talking to people like my family, uh, like, members of my family, and just being told, you know, like, the opportunities wouldn't be coming to you if you weren't ready for them. Um, So, you know, take the leap of faith and do it, Uh because it's worth it in the end. Um, Even all the little sacrifices, like Anna knows, she was with me in the studio um, this past week. Mm. Um, just getting some projects done for an exhibit over at One River. It's over in Milford, if anyone wants to go check it out. But there's some um, work out there from Fairfield University students. uh, And it's just, it's been a good way to, you know, get our work out there. um, So what specific art are you creating? Um, I love to collage. It's, it's, an array um but i also i love to draw i love to paint um right now i've only really worked with like acrylic but i really want to work with watercolor um and it's just a matter of building my portfolio as well i've feel like wasted a lot of time in the sense of like just creating uh pieces you know for the fun of it and just to expand my portfolio um because also I haven't taken a lot of art classes at Fairfield with having just a studio art minor. I I didn't, and with like three minors as well, I didn't have like the time to only really focus on like one thing just because I feel like I wanted to, I guess, widen the belt that I was coming out of school with um, and make it sturdy. No, but, all good ideas because I yeah. think that expanding everything that you're doing is important you can diversify your experiences like you were saying and also i think our generation now is being known more for not having the same job 
for 50 years. It's not like mm-hmm. you get the job out of college and then you work that for however long and then you retire from that same job. People nowadays are shifting all the time. And mm-hmm. I even think for myself, I don't envision myself working the same job for a, that long of a time. I mean, wh- who knows where we'll end up, but I think it's good because your first job will lead you to your next one and then you'll still have experience to draw back on. And especially with such a broad major that you're in, you could easily yeah. change that up because your bachelor's is going to stay with you for your whole life. No. Yeah. So that's awesome. That And so do you think you're going to do something like hopefully with art? Because you said you want to be creative. So you could, hopefully. I mean, are you thinking like something social media? Because I know a lot of comm majors go into that or. Yeah. I, I mean, know. Knows, I know I really want to make a name for myself in the realm of like creating works of art and creating books um, novels, bi- like biographies, anything of the sort, children's books. Um, so it's just a matter of me producing, you know, the work that I'm sending out. Um, but come this next semester, I'm not sure if I'll be able to have an internship just with like the independent study and things that I'm doing. But um, I do want to work with like my old high school middle school art teacher um she's been a very special figure in my life that's really like driven the passion that I have in art um so I would love to like go back and work with her and she works at the school that I graduated from so um I do want to reach out to her and get like that running get the ball rolling there but yeah, so we'll see. Really just want to create. Um, but if I work for, again, like any company I would look into, it would just have to align with like certain values. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to hear that you have all these different mm-hmm. ideas for what your creative ideas are, are going to take form, you know? And so I have a question about those novels that you're mentioning. Do you have mm-hmm. any ideas that you'd be willing to share for them? It's okay if you don't, but... um. I know my mom really wants her story to be written, um, but I don't know if it could just be written in one book. Like, there's so much that can be um, dissected. And she, she's in okay it with you writing it? it? Yes, she wants me to write it. So, I don't know. I think it would definitely start with one of the female figures in my life. Um talking about their life like maybe changing around the characters maybe not um but yeah i'm not sure it would definitely be like based off my life or yeah like maybe my perspective from what i've been told um but yeah we'll see so do you think it would take a bio a biography kind of shape do you think it would be yeah okay because i know some people will say like I remember, this is kind of interesting, but I, I heard John Green say once that he was like, for some reason, fiction is more personal than nonfiction. I don't, it's different for everybody, but I thought that was so interesting because I guess just you get to see what the characters are thinking and it takes a personal shape out of you, even though it might technically be made up. If you're an author, you're going to draw from your own experiences and yeah. I don't know. So that was just interesting to hear from somebody who was already an author, but I don't know. It would definitely be interesting to write because... How do you write something that you didn't directly experience per se? I mean, parts of it you did, 
but not mm. all of it. Like that would be a very interesting challenge. Yeah, definitely. Take some quotes in there. I don't know. I'd be interested to read it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so how do you get your creativity? Like where do you draw inspiration from? That's a really good question. Um, right now, I'd say the path of my schooling is really bringing it out. Uh, my professors are being really big inspirations in my life right now. Um, and again, yeah, they're br they're bringing it out of me um, because the projects that I've been taking on. I wouldn't have imagined doing them before. Um, but then while I'm doing it, it feels like as if they were meant to, you know, be created. Um, but I draw a lot of inspiration from my faith. Um, and when I'm doing something like a collage, it comes to me through like the material that I'm using. Sorry. Um, so like if I'm using a newspaper, the, like this past one that I was working on, um, I was drawn to, you know, the stories that I felt, you know, should have been on the front page, not in page like 27 of it, where it could have gone, you know, unread um, or could have, could have gone unseen. But yeah, so it's really in like the materials that I'm using, what's going on in my mind, what I'm like facing in the moment, what I'm battling with. Um, what my family's battling with because like there's a piece that is not yet finished but um my mom's uncle passed this summer and I drew inspiration to create a piece for her like of his guitar I'd never seen it before but she'd shared with me that he you know loved to sing to her when she was young and that's just something in general he loved to do, had a band when he was young. Um, so, yeah, I had started that piece. Didn't finish it because I had left to school. Um, but, you know, I look at it every day and I'm like, you know, I thought to myself, I should have finished that piece before I left to school because I knew that it wasn't going to get done in, like, you know, the time that I wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, hopefully I finish it this break. Um, yeah, I really want to, I have some ideas for it, but yeah, I'd say definitely like the world around me, the experiences around me. And yeah. Have you had any experiences with like burnout as an artist and how have oh, you dealt for with sure. that? Um, yes, a hundred percent. I feel like I'm coming out of being burnt out. Um, I feel like right now being in school, I only feel burned out when I have other projects that I need to be working on, like, and that are so different than, you know, what I want to be working on. Um, but, you know, everything has to get done. So the way I get through it, I'd say, is just making a checklist, honestly. Um, is the best way for my brain to get through it because I, I feel like other artists can relate like our brains are just very scattered um, I haven't met an artist yet that's like has a 
clean workspace um, when they are in the zone of like a project. But I know there's some out there as well that are just very like particular. But I'm Probably on the spectrum fewer. that yeah, I'm on the spectrum that you know is seems like total chaos around you, but you need that chaos to focus um, on what you're doing. But that does not work for me in like other subjects. Like everything else has to be completely spick and span for me to do all the other work that isn't, you know, using my creative side. Um, But yeah, also writing helps a lot, just like journaling things out, um, getting certain thoughts just out of my head um, and onto a piece of paper feels good um, is a nice way of clearing it out for sure. So do you have a different process for your creative process when you're doing something that you're inspired to do, that you want to be doing, that you're fueled by your own sense versus when you are when you have to do something for an assignment or a project? Does that look different? Is it the same, but you just feel less motivated? The motivation is there when, you know, when you know I'm inspired to, like, get both done. Um, but I definitely would say that it's a different process getting in those zones. Um with art like when I was getting ready to do my collage of like the newspaper I set everything out on the floor and same with my paintings at home um that I would do over the summer I would lay everything out on the floor um just get my whole workspace situated like that but then like if I'm getting ready to write a paper I make the whole room clean um before I get started and like maybe that could be a way of like pushing off what I'm doing (laughs) but I really do truly feel like to put my best work out there like I need to have a clean space around me when it comes to writing um to be able to really focus on what's on my mind um while I'm sitting there and not everything else that's around me in the room and like No, I think that's definitely part of the process because, and not just procrastination, because I had a writing class first semester last year, which the professor had us write out what our writing processes were and like how we did things. And she, I remember saying, you know, if you procrastinated it or if you open it and you put it away, like that's all part of your process that all feeds into what you do. Mm -hmm. And it, if it's kind of becoming a routine thing then you know that's just kind of what you need to do to get into that creative space. So it's interesting how when you're doing different forms of creativity, your process changes. Yeah. So do you have a favorite piece of art that you've created? It's probably hard to pick, but is there something that really stands out to you? Um, I feel like there's pieces of each of what I've done that, like, stick with me. Um, like, right now... I'm taking a painting class that I'm loving. Um, But so far, like, we're on our fourth one right now. But so far from what I've seen, like, they're they're getting better. They definitely are. But there's one, like, certain focus in each piece that, like, I'm like, oh, I really like this about this one or I really like this. Um, But it's, like, not the piece as a whole that I'm, like, super proud of. Um, but 
Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd I'd had a hard time learning like the new techniques that she taught us. Like we were um uh painting ribbons in the beginning and I found that like really challenging. Um just with all the different like shades and tones that go into it. But then I feel I feel like the less serious I take myself, like the better the outcome is. Um when I'm very in my head you know the piece just does it doesn't turn out or it isn't it's a lot harder for me to get to the end um than it needs to be but as of recently I've been you know just falling into the not being so hard on myself not being so critical um and yeah seeing what what the brush has to say that seems like a metaphor for life honestly (laughs) doesn't it seem like when you're trying for something to work so hard it just doesn't come together and then as soon as you say oh i don't care or it doesn't matter pieces all fall into place exactly yeah is there a type of art that you do now that you never thought you would get into or that seemed really challenging and intimidating at first and how did you get into that um definitely painting uh because I feel like drawing, sketching is something that, like, I've always loved to do and, like, doodling on my notebook and things like that. But I never really thought that I would go, like, this in-depth into, like, being very interested in wanting to, you know, better better my skills in it. Um, but, yeah, I'm liking the journey that I'm on right now and taking. I definitely want to dive deeper into collaging. Um, and making more pieces in that way just because I feel like it's such a fun way to express myself Um, and I feel like the messages are easily read by the viewers so so yeah I really want to dabble in that medium a lot more. And it's so interesting how you use almost it doesn't always have to be other pieces of art to make new art but it could also just be mundane things that you're putting together all different types of things that you're reforming to make something new yeah. Have you ever had a situation where you have an intent as the artist for a piece to be something and perceived a certain way, and then someone as like a viewer of it has thought of it in a different way? What was that like, <laughs> and how did you deal with it? The one that's coming to my mind is actually um, this past <laughs> this past week when I was in the studio with Anna and <laughs> Eli, our other friend, um, who was also on the podcast. It's all coming together. I didn't know that. I wish he was here. But um, (laughs) when we were in the studio, I asked Anna, like, oh, Anna, like, what, you know, feeling does this evoke in you? Like, what does this make you feel like? And um, she said SpongeBob. (laughs) She said it looks like a sponge. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, you know, like, that's what I wanted. Like, the honest truth from my viewer. Um, You know, I didn't want her (laughs) to get the feeling of a sponge no they looked like no it's because it looked like sponges but yeah i was like i'm gonna add another color you know to, don't worry about it don't worry don't worry like another color is being added um so you, to, were you know it to her when it was in progress yes yes just to get a just to get a sense of like you know what is my viewer seeing and yeah it, it showed me that you know you gotta add more you do need to add more so that <laughs> she doesn't get like you know the viewer doesn't get that feeling but um, yeah, because I was trying to, like, evoke serenity, happiness type vibe. I feel like it got there at the end. But, <laughs> yeah, it was just funny. 
Did it get there? Yeah. Did you see it at the end, Anna? Or? Yeah. Did it, did it feel she, less? Yeah, you added more colors. Um, I'm trying to remember what the end looked like. What did you do? With it? The, I added green as mm-hmm. well, and then I added the light blue. Yeah. So it kind of looked like... A river going through valleys. If you yeah, but to think but then you like put that. but then you put the quotes too. Yeah, so I look good at the end. Yeah, less spongy. <laughs> SpongeBob is is, is positive. It's a happy. It is it's a happy feeling. <laughs> it is though. So. Well, that's true because art is very subjective. So mm-hmm. what you might intend it to be is not necessarily what other people would perceive it to be. <laughs> yeah. and I mean that's kind of the fun of it too because I'm sure that as someone. You know, if you're a creative person, you also consume art. Or if you're just a person yourself, it's all around the world. We all have different perceptions. And I'm sure there's been times when we I thought things that. about art or whatever. Even just, like, when you're in English class and, you know, your teacher's like, what does this blue balloon stand for? What does it symbolize? Yeah. And no one really knows, you know? So, <laughs> I don't know. I always used to be the one to, like, feed into that and, like, <laughs> you know, give them what they wanted to hear, the teacher, like, but yeah, the elaborate no. answer. In no, I depth. think it's fun <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to analyze stuff. But yeah. sometimes, you, I, I don't know if you've seen, like, the memes or that'll be, like, sometimes... A, a book is just, or sometimes like a water bottle is just a water bottle. It doesn't always have to yeah, be, yeah. you know, a deep symbol of existential doubt and crisis. I mean, a lot of times they are in these literary novels that we read, but like, you know, sometimes an object is just an object. But then, yeah, but like you were saying, like it makes people feel so many different things, um, think so many different things, uh, but, and also like overlap in the thinking. So, but it's cool. Well, doesn't that also go back to people who are like left brain versus right brain i don't know if you know anything about that but i you know i actually looked into that and we're literally all a mix of both interesting like i thought i was so right-brained because i was like the artsy creative side but then it's like when you really look into it if you google it right now googling (laughs) look at search up like the left and right brain and then you'll see that there's artistic features that are also in the left side, controlled by the left, that, you know, it's not all just logic, math, science, like, it all intertwines. I gotcha. So, okay. It's right brain dominance theory is proven to be more fiction than facts. It's debunked several findings. It does not favor one side over the other. So, it's, there's no proof that this theory is correct. That's that's that. Um, yeah, it doesn't mean that the two halves are entirely separate. I guess the myth was supposed to say that, I don't know, some, they're saying it's a variety of reasons or it satisfies our need for order. Sometimes we as humans like to categorize people. I mean, think about just type A versus type B, you know, left brain, right brain, introvert, mm-hmm. extrovert, always these one or the other. It doesn't always have to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and I think it's rarely one person fits the complete, all of them. We have some yeah. overlap. So that's interesting that you said that. But you used to think... Oh, I'm more... Yeah, I used to think that I was so, like, right-brain dominant, but then because I thought that's what I was going to focus on for one of my pieces, like, kind of showing... I probably will turn this into a piece, but... Showing, like, the parts of my brain or, like, what I think takes over the other part, but then when I looked into, like, what really comes out of both parts I was like oh it's a mix of both like I 
I don't know. It just it just showed me that I wasn't just, you know, right brain dominant over left. Like, Yeah, because both sides of the brain work together and we need both halves. Not like one half just turns off based off of what traits yeah. you might exhibit more. I think it's interesting because I did take one psych class for like a semester in high school, but I haven't since. And mm. I'm since my major sociology, I'm more focused on the external reactions of society as a whole why we operate the way we do which is interesting but also it's cool to see what the brain actually does and how it operates and i don't know i guess it's just i don't know we want to think that we're one way or another way but i mean i guess i would be considered left-brained so i don't know what does that tell you i'm trying to logic my way out of this (laughs) oh well you could say like yeah left brain dominant but Mm. you do have you do exhibit the traits of right brain as well it all works out together yeah. That's so interesting. Um, have you had any like interactions with people who might think that opposite way, even though it's not, even though we all have these certain, in like, sorry, I'm not saying this well, but the way that we all have brains that work together, we all have parts of ourselves. Some people have stronger traits than others. Do you find it more difficult to interact with people who are less creative or... Not at it, all. No? It's just... Not at is all. it hard to interact with people who are equally as creative... <laughs> Oh, oh, in a way, in a way. Because you're saying, oh, I can deal with logically thinking people super easy. But does it clash? Yeah, which is so funny. That is like the the way that that's blowing my mind right now um, to kind of realize. Because I'd say like I get along more or not more, but faster and well with people who would probably say that they're more left brain dominant than right um and i'm not sure as to why that is maybe because like right brain dominant people i'm i'm i can't speak generally but i'd say me myself I'm very hard on myself. I compare myself, um, you know, to like other people's talents and things like that. But when like that shouldn't be the case, you know, because everybody is given a God given talent and, you know, we all just need to express it, build on it, um, strengthen it. Um, And yeah, we shouldn't, you know, look at each other as comparison, but as like ways to learn um, more and, you know, share with each other uh, how to be even better in like those passions. Because today, actually, in my art class, I was like struggling with painting this glass and I walked into like the back closet to get, um, you know, my painting And I look over at some of my, you know, classmates work or I think it might have been like another section of the class. And I was just like looking at one of these glasses and I was like, wow, I'm really overthinking like the color that like I need to put into this. And um, it just made me realize that like, oh, wow, because I was like thinking like, oh, wow, this looks so realistic. Like how how did she do this? Like, you know, like she's doing the same thing, observing the, you know, same type of topic that I am and things. But I'm like, how? Like, whoa, how? So I like studied the painting and I was like, 
oh wow okay so it's just like you know the tones the different colors that she's using and putting together that is like giving it this illusion and I'm like okay so you know go think about it not how you were before but how now you see like saw it and you know I came out to a much better um result than I had previously had or like thought I was going to turn in um but yeah you can really learn from a lot from each other and your peers so yes what were you saying now what (laughs) I don't think I I don't know I don't know if she should repeat what she said just some mumblings from Adam no I don't know no it's an NPC oh Oh, okay I I don't know I just think it's a good example of how What would you think I said? I don't know. Black mind's in the gutter. Karen was just talking about... I don't know what you think I said. I don't know what you thought I said. This is getting... Oh, oh, I think I could... I'm sorry, y'all. No, it's okay. I was just trying to say how that was a good example of you collaborating with other people. So you're saying that, oh, you know, I tend to think to vibe better with people that are more logically, but then that's a great example of how you can work creatively with other people and then produce something better because other people have been involved. Yes, yes, and I, I definitely um, gain a lot of inspiration from other artists as well, like, seeing their work, um, and it's definitely a a very, like, fluttery, lively conversation, like, when we do connect um, in, like, the artistic way, but yeah, I'm also very just, we're all just a, too hard on ourselves, because we, we'll compliment each other, but then we'll also be like, oh, but this and this and this. But it's like, you know, just sit back, say thank you, appreciate the work that you've been, you know, putting in to your piece um, and give them a compliment, you know, because their work is gorgeous. Like, as well. I think the but. challenge is just to use what other people are doing as inspiration for yourself rather than focusing on what they might be doing well that you're not, because yeah. I'm, you're also doing things well that they probably might have that shortcoming. So it's just I think this translates to all aspects of life just regular people that you see doing things but i think because being a creative person is so introspective it could even sounds like i'm not a creative i'm not that creative a person so i'm not relating on this level but i'm trying to say that it seems to me that because it's so personal and introspective and it's just you coming out in art that it can be even more you can be even more harsh on yourself because the work that you're creating Mm. is so closely tied with who you are yeah Definitely. So. But not to cut you off, Anna, are you left brained or right brained? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? Are no. you creative? I think in some parts. Okay. Because I know that you're very creative in terms of thinking of memes. Um, oh, she is. And her comebacks, her jokes, they're. they're I don't think they're. I don't, think, I don't think they're creative. I think it, <laughs> they are. They are. No, they are. I, I use the same stuff over and over again. It's not creative. Well, to no. me, it's all new because I've only known you such a short time. <laughs> it's it's supposed they to be never get old. I'm just saying, like, you've got that oral creativity going on. She does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not that's her, not what I meant. Her eyebrow. Wow, that was that was that was tough to to listen to or to see. I don't. Know. Uh, Le- left is what? Left is creative or not? Left is like logic. It's a, so okay. the internet says the yeah. myth goes left side is generally responsible for logic and language, whereas the right is responsible for creativity and intuition. Okay. I think everyone has a little both. Yeah, like, like y'all yeah. were saying. Yeah, you don't seem one or the other to me. You seem very mixed. Yeah. I don't know. 
I think I, I would present definitely more like left brain, very logically thinking type deal. No, you seem creative. Like everyone's a little creative. Oh, everyone, okay. everyone got some. Everyone is. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I guess technically this podcast could be considered creative. So there you go. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. We all have a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah we do. I'm sorry. Is there something you need to say? I don't know. You huh? seem like you got something to say. Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm all good. I think Anna was born for podcasts. Me? Yeah. Her Why? voice is awesome for You it. do have a great voice for podcasts. So were you, but I was listening to your old ones today. Oh, your no. Your episodes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the show. It it still amazes me. I say this all the time that people actually listen. Oh no, that's awesome. I don't know why. Because when I when I hear myself back, I'm, I think to myself, I can't. I can't listen to this. I have to stop it. It's too much. Your voice is going in too. And you have a great podcast voice, Carolyn. It's very smooth. Very. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Fluid. Thank you. Fluid, not static. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, Anna did have a podcast and last bra- year. No, I didn't. I had a little bit of a radio show in my freshman year. I was your freshman year? Yeah, I think for like the spring semester. Yeah, and then after that, I didn't I just didn't I just didn't want to do it anymore. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mhm. But you have a great you have a great voice for it if you ever want to. Yeah. It. Really? Here's yeah, this song, you, do. you know? Here's this what? And for jokes. Like <laughs> you could do jokes. You should do a comedy show. No. Like no, that's not my thing. If you were going to do like a news t- one but like cool like hip news. Yeah. Like, if, if you were to do any type of podcast, what would it be? Probably just me ranting. I think, like, venting, ranting about stuff. I think that's... Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. I would listen to that. I think like, I would laugh a lot. Yeah, kind of like a hot take kind of thing, opinion yeah, kind of yeah. thing. This venting. would be a great ran- segment. Huh? Like, hot no. takes with Anna. You know, you'd just be like, so this recently came up in my For You page today, and I just need to get it off my chest. I just need to rant. <laughs> Next thing you know, the whole hour's Girl. gone by. <laughs> Don't make this about me. This is about just about y'all. I know, I know, but you're just you're just being quiet in the corner over there. Oh, so. I'm just I'm I'm listening. Okay, okay, I'll ignore you now, Caroline. What would <laughs> you <laughs> keep doing that? What would your podcast be? What would my podcast? Yeah, what would you create one on? Um, instead of like hot takes, it'd be more like mellow takes. Like, like motivational, like, um, word of encouragement, you know, stuff like that. So instead of being like, you know, people need to take this less seriously. Instead of more seriously. Whereas hot takes would be, you need to take this more seriously. Carolyn's, I don't know, low, low, mellow takes. So me and her could just be fighting each other for like an hour. Oh, if you did a collab. (laughs) Exactly. I want to see this. I'm going to promote the radio station, honestly. No. Go for it. I it honestly, it would pop off. It would. A hot takes, like, all of us <laughs> girly takes. Like, Yeah, I would love to guest star. Like, just all the different perspectives and views, um, you know, on the same topic. <laughs> yeah, because that's honestly the reason why I started a show in the first place, because I love listening to podcasts so much. And I... Just wanted to contribute to that. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, that could it's just be been a, a fun night. thing to do. It's been very low stakes, very not serious, as you can tell. I'm yeah, not super awesome. regimented or anything like that. And you didn't come up with any of the questions made Listen, tonight. Listen, Kaylin, don't call me out for my lack of preparedness for this. No, because this has just been flowing so naturally, though. <laughs> you're made for this. This you're, is awesome. <laughs> you're made for this. You're a great guest. You know, it all comes down mm. to the, pe- the person on the show that's willing to share. You know. I think I my first 
time doing the show, I definitely outlined every single episode. I would meet with the person ahead of time. I would ask them things that they wanted to be asked about. And because I guess the idea that I started the show on was just being like true and authentic and really hearing other people's stories, giving them a platform to kind of talk about it. And I was really just the host there to facilitate it. So in that way, it did work because it would we'd converse about the person and have an idea of what they wanted to talk about. But then sometimes maybe it locks you in too much when you're like, okay, this is what we have to talk about. But I think I just got used to, okay, this is the format. I kind of know what to do. Once I've done it enough, I've gotten used to it. Not to say that I'm still, I'm not a professional by any means, but I just have an idea of what I want to do. And I was just like, let's just have Carolyn on the show today. Sometimes I, I do plan for some <laughs> that I think need it, but I think this episode is more, we're friends, we're chill. I know you're going to have interesting things to say. That's awesome. Now, this is great, though. Like, Thanks. You can take this so many different places, so it's nice. If nothing else, it's something for the resume, I guess. I don't know. For the what? For the resume. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, this is awesome for the portfolio. Are you kidding? I don't know. It's just, for me personally, I feel like on this campus, there wasn't a ton that I was interested in doing. They mm-hmm. claim we have 100-plus clubs. I've walked around the club fair, like, three times now because they've had one each semester that I've been here. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it's not done much for me. So that's why I like doing this. I like my involvement as an RA. It's for me. What's that? Wait, what were you saying? What else wasn't for you? I was saying that on this campus, it just seemed that there wasn't a lot I wanted to get involved in. This was one of the one, Mm -hmm. one of the few things. Mm -hmm. So. Gotcha. (laughs) Anyway. 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 Oh, I'm actually, am I in, I'm actually not in any clubs. That's good. No, <laughs> I haven't been in You're in your own club. club. You're in the Caroline Club. For real. Well, no. you're also an RA. I forgot to... I didn't even mention that this episode, which is great, but... Yeah, but... Th- I'm becoming a stereotype and having all my RA friends. <laughs> it's okay. But awesome here's what I like though. to think about. I like to think that being RAs brought us together. Yeah. But if yeah. we had other ways to be brought together, we still would have been friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least from the RA job, yeah, I know for sure. Like, if I... Huh? No. Oh, are you saying something? You were, no, yeah, you were saying what she was saying. She was saying something, was she not? No, she I was, was saying I agree with that. Okay. No, but sorry. Oh no, just uh, if I didn't if I didn't do the RA job, I don't think I would have met like some of the friends I have today. So. I agree. I think it's a great way so. to bring together really cool people. Yeah. So I yeah. I really love our staff. I love how everyone thinks differently, but we all kind of have the same tying thread yeah. through all of us. <laughs> There's always something to connect on, always something to laugh about. Hey, did you see this? Or my resident, this happened. But then those also just facilitate conversations that get us to know each other. Yeah. I feel like I, I, yeah, believe, it, awesome. I, I believe it was meant to be. Meant to be. We were meant to meet each other. Huh? The yeah. year before you leave. Think, things, are meant to, things are meant to happen. Things happen for a reason. So sad. But you're going to go on to greater things. No. And Sorry. if nothing else, my podcast will probably still be in existence. So you can go back and listen to your episode and say, wow, I was so philosophical. No. <laughs> I know. Um, brain fart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we're sort of kind of coming up on the end of our time. Nothing too drastic. There's not like anyone's bursting into the studio, but I like to keep it on a time constraint. Is there anything else you want to add for the good of the order? Say. That, that I'm bursting with pride? Okay. <laughs> no, because you were talking about burst. You said burst was something. I don't know. I was like, do you have anything else you want to share for the good of the order? Anything you got to get off your chest, you know? Um. Thank you for having me on. Um, Thank you for coming on the show. I also am very appreciative of the RA um, 
opportunity uh, and where it's brought me, led me today. Um, that's why I'm sitting right here across from Val <laughs> next to Anna. Um, but yeah, I love you girlies. And Much they love. will be at my wedding. <laughs> oh, I love that. Like, yeah, I've made that. friends um, here at Fairfield, you know, that will be in my wedding and beyond. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Loving life. And it's like, I'm getting, getting right through up there. it. Huh? And it's like, I know I'll be right up there, right right next to Carolyn. Man, no, that's not, no, I don't like all that attention. No, you don't want to be like in the. the yes, you I, both will. I'll be. Yes. Anna, Emma, and I will Emma be too. I was going to say, we're going to be like, woo, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> like seven bridesmaids. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean isn't, you got to be up there. I mean, isn't that, isn't we'll that, be in the audience screaming a little too loud when, you know, the exciting moments happen. We'll be like, yay, Kaylin, go for it. Woo. Isn't that you the know, average amount of bridesmaids? Seven bridesmaids? I don't know. I don't know. Is that too many or not? It no. sounds like a big bridal party. I don't yeah, know. You know, else is a big bridal party. Everyone does a party. Yeah. But. I don't know. I think I, I think I would keep it cheap. That's just me. But okay, here's the thing. So che- to keep it cheap. You don't have a wedding at all. <laughs> you don't have a reception at all. You just you just go to you just go to town hall. You get your where you go to I'm where, saying, wherever bigger, you go. Bigger bridal parties just cost more money. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. You just Listen, true, you but you then small wedding. Okay, here's you, here's so. you unlimited pot of money to spend. Anna, please okay. by all means have fifty people on either side. <laughs> Pop, Popeye, 50, Popeye's no. catering in your backyard. <laughs> There you go. Does 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 your does your you know does a cheap cheap thing there? Olive Garden catering in your in your backyard. It's not about you know. It's 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 about the company. Exactly, and we all have great company in each other's. But I think it's it's not it's not it's not it's not about the company. Sorry. (laughs) All right, let's let's end this sucker. (laughs) Thank you so much, both of you, for coming on. I appreciate you. Love you all. Thank you. Love y'all. Thank you for my listeners. And since this is the episode before Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Gobble, happy gobble. Thanksgiving. And I'll see you next week. Bye for now, pals. It's Val signing off. Bye-bye. I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>